Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Welcome to Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Deep Throat. I mean, Ryan Maley. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. And guess what, folks? We're drinking beer again. Yeah, welcome back. We're back to drinking Us. beer. I feel a little bit better. Uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm 100% yet. It's uh, it's kind of a lingering little biatch, but uh, I'm getting there, you know. You'd have about three of these and go to bed. If you <laughs> so, uh, We're drinking Sam Adams Holiday Pack, and uh, currently we're both on the Holiday Porter. Dude, look at the scene on the front of it. He's carrying a big barrel of beer in. And like, that guy's the life of the party. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's at the door. <laughs> That's true. Captain Picard, welcome mm-hmm. him in. It's Romulan Ale. Ooh, look at these two guys. They're jealous in the background. Mm. Hiding behind a light pole. They're like, yo, man, give me some of that. Mm-hmm. I want to be where they are. Two fucking beers. That's two what I want. Two fucking beers. I got Boston. one. How many barrels of beer he got? He only got one barrel of beer. One fucking barrel. But it don't matter. That's all he needs is one fucking barrel of beer. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, how many people can drink this beer? It's a whole fucking barrel. Jesus. Um, what we were watching tonight. Deep throat. <laughs> we're not watching deep throat, but Ryan's mic is in perfect position for deep throatage. And he almost did earlier in our sound check. Check two. Uh, the mic, not check two, check not two, check two, check Sibilis. That's basically how it sounded. Sibilis. It's basically how it sounded. Um, but today we were gonna watch Space Jam, and yeah, we kind of came up short because uh, that's an eighteen dollar fucking DVD. Yeah, the two thousand three double special edition is eighteen dollars on regular sale. DVD. Yeah, regular DVD. Fucking Space Jam from two thousand three. You know and, what it is. Uh, Fucking Michael Jordan's appearance rights fees. Yeah, probably. And Charles Barkley. Th- and Sean Bradley's probably the most expensive. No, Muggsy Bogues is definitely more expensive. <sighs> Muggsy Bogues per inch fee is so <laughs> much more than Sean Bradley. So much more. Especially when they're laying down. Dude, you remember highlights of Muggsy Bogues going off for like 40 points in a game? Those were the most entertaining clips of on Sports Center ever. Because the guys, the anchors were just awestruck. They're like, oh my God. This yep. guy, look at him. He just jacks the three up like, like he Earl throws Blinkins. it behind his back yeah. or something. Because he, oh, it's hilarious. Balls bigger than they are. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're, we were gonna watch Space Jam. Uh, now we're watching Basketball Diaries because it's free. Because it's free, instant cue. And I saw it once, but I was kind of wasted. Kind of wasted. Okay. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. That, that'll be on Ryan's next album called Wasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually Ryan's titled album called Untitled. <laughs> Just like R. Kelly. The title is Untitled. R. Kelly's the man. <laughs> um, but this this is going to be our basketball episode, and so it's top five basketball movies. And this is uh, a special request of Jerron Jordan uh, in honor of the start of the NBA season, which we're a little late for. But hey, we had to do Horror Month. Dude, the Tesh theme. The John Tesh theme, the best. Welcome to Memorial Coliseum as the Portland Trailblazers take on the Chicago... Triumph. Mm, the old, yeah. Mm-hmm. The old, back when they were the Triumph. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. <laughs> Should have said Washington Bullets. 
That's the Triumph for real. Or the uh, Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Or the uh, Vancouver Grizzlies. Steve Francis, number one pick. Dudes, Vancouver Grizzlies, the quickest team to be moved out of a city they were just put into. Anyways, off track. Um, we're going to be watching Basketball Diaries doing top five basketball movies. So that's what you can expect. And uh, There are a lot. Uh, whoa, I just spiked it right there. There are a lot of good basketball movies. I didn't realize. I thought it would all be like the same ones, but there's a yeah. good 10 there's to 12. Variance, yeah. Good, good, uh, good smattering of basketball movies. Coach Carter's going to be all five of mine. And we have already done baseball movies. We have. And so this is kind of uh, another sports-related uh, podcast. And we'll do football movies, and it will be... Any Given Sunday. Yes. That we'll be ranking the, the we'll penises. Top in, five Any, any given, given Sunday scenes. Yes. And uh, LL Cool J taking, taking a snort of coke off of mm-hmm. Hooker's tits. Guy losing eyeball That'll on the field. That'll one. Ooh, that's good too. That's good too. The replacement. Billy Beeman leaving the ladies creaming. Keanu Reeves, best actor for replacements. He got snubbed. God, that guy can act. I'll tell you what. Especially in Dracula. Keanu, man. He's got the range of. He's just acting like he's an idiot. It's incredible. It's it's incredible. Oh, God. Anyways, um, we're going to go into our poll. Uh, We created a new poll for this month. Uh, and it is, what is your favorite movie of the year so far? And that's basically as of right now. Um, the options you have are, in no particular order, Toy Story 3, The Town, A Prophet, Inception, and The Social Network, and then as always, there's the other category. Uh, this will be up all month, like we were saying, so go weigh in. I haven't voted yet. And neither have I. You haven't voted once, let alone eight times. <laughs> so, I mean. And I won't even vote for the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I have an idea of what my... I'm torn between two. I'm torn between A Prophet and The Social Network. Um, I think The Social Network probably takes it just because I love that movie. But I haven't seen it. I haven't seen either of those twice. So, I'd like to rewatch those. But, you know, regardless. Um, so, that's our poll. So go over to criticaldrinkingpodcast.blogspot.com and uh, vote on that. Then we got a few items of feedback uh, since last week. No one yelled at us for being sober, so that was nice. Appreciate that. I liked it. Um, Thank you. One thing we posted after we posted the uh, the episode um, is that we put the we put the Evil Dead trilogy uh, up in the can't touch this list. Um. It it basically it it should have been on there even before our horror month, but mm, yeah, but horror month really. But I like Evil Dead. Took it over the top, so it's can't touch this. It's too good. It's it'll dominate too many lists to be on there. So we took that up, uh, or we we put that on there, and then we also took Star Trek out of Purgatory. And you know, Woo! you know who is a fan of that. I don't know what he's talking about though. Maddie C. Yeah. What do you mean? Right here? No, up. He's talking about in his little post that he made yeah matt uh posted a link to an article um saying that the Con's remake it. of star trek the jj abrams movie is not gonna have Khan, and uh that didn't surprise me at all i didn't know it was an option yeah but i mean it is a prequel and it is i mean it, it has to be original series villain because they're talking about kirk or it has to be an original villain that they haven't introduced before but Khan I don't think Khan holds up as a character he looked ridiculous 
look he like looks elf. ridiculous. Elf, I mean. Yeah, in that. So how are you gonna make? How are you gonna modernize that character? You can't because you still gotta have the ugly vest. long hair and the vest with the giant pecs ripping out of yep. the vest. You, it's impossible. Um, it wouldn't hold up, and I don't, you know. But really, who who the villain is? Who really cares? I'm not. <gasps> I don't think the the feebles. Is that what they're called? I don't know. The weebles, little furry things that attack. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But I mean, J.J. Abrams is not into making a a homage movie necessarily, so he's not going to bring something back just to pander to fans. I don't think, and he's not going to bring anything back like mockingly or tongue in cheek wise. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know it as well as you. I need I'm to poop my pants. It's a good movie, you do. That's true. That movie makes you want to poop your pants. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, so you know, that's Maddie C wanted us to talk about Star Trek. There you go, Maddie C. Um, and then as far as people talking about what their favorite basketball movies are, we got two uh, two comments on that. Uh, Andy said, "Above the rim, obviously." Like, it's the easy choice. And then... Uh, Bernie Mac as a bum. <laughs> yeah. Bernie Mac. Oh, that's... Rest in peace, Burn. Above the Rim has the, the most... And. Did you see Above the Rim? Yeah. It has the most hilarious scene I've ever seen in a movie. The fact that someone died because they're having a jumping contest, and they fall through the backboard. Yeah, I can Dude. jump higher than you. No, <laughs> I can retarded. jump higher... <laughs> he jumps off a building. <laughs> he jumps off a building. You don't know the basketball hoop leads off a building? Where does the ball go? You have to be a perfect shooter or else the ball's out. You're done. That's a weak backboard. You go try and lay it in, you're going to fall through. Yeah, that's why he it. became a Jamaican bobsled. That's right. Leader. Leon. That's also why his name, he only has one <laughs> name. Because his other name went flying off the <laughs> cliff off or the, whatever it was. It was the building. Who was on top of a building? No cage. We're not. <laughs> no, there's no cage, and the the hoop is like directly on the edge of the building. It yeah. might even be hanging off a little bit. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, I wasn't there. Yeah. And then uh, the second comment for basketball movies was Maddie C saying Rick Fox for the win. Quote: Meet the assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. Unquote. And Brandy then, and Candy. I yeah. Think <laughs> Anyone seen? Uh, uh, he got game. He got game. Yeah. Then uh, you're definitely you definitely know what he's talking about. I think the best part about he got game was the song. He got game. She got game. We got game. We all got game. They got game. Cows got game. Everyone's game. Even the game has got a game. game. Not a game. Not a game. That's true. All right. To predictions. Yeah. So we're back. Uh, This is the first beer I've had in a long time. So I'm testing the waters. So I'm gonna say it's a it's an hour forty just about. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with four. I'm just going to say an easy four. I'm going to go with four, too, because uh, I got to wake up at like 5.30. We got a duck game. to. We got a blowout to watch tomorrow. Yeah, we got to go and squash the dogs. That's right. All right, so we're going to go drink our beers. We're going to go watch this movie, and uh, we'll be back. (sighs) Basketball joke. I got a basketball joke. I got a basketball joke. Ooh, baby. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. Got it. 
we'll we, that one later. We just watched Basketball Diaries. But give uh, me some fucking soda. <laughs> give me a sip of soda. Give me a sip of soda. Let me just waste this 40 soda. right here throwing it on the ground. And then I'll pull it out and spray it on the others because it's raining. <laughs> All right, let's jump right into uh, prediction results. Ryan. I got four, and I, it wasn't very easy. No, because we, <laughs> we were drinking Sam Adams Holiday girth beers. Pack. Yeah. Oh, there. Well, and I even got away from the Ebenezer ale, which is yeah. grows more hair on Kevin's smelly balls. Old Fezziwig ale. Oh, Fezziwig. Yeah. Ebenezer ale sounds better. It does. Uh, I also got four, but it was the same way. It was like, oh, how much time is left? Yeah. Am I going to drink half a beer? Uh, I drank what? eight pounders and Iron Man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's no Keystone Light. I'll tell you that much. I mean, it's only this beer we're drinking. Well, the beer I'm drinking right now is only five point eight percent, but it it tastes like it's twenty percent. I guess like this is it was dark and I didn't know how far I was on my beer, so you just got to hold the the bottle up to the TV and mm-hmm. see where the how far the light goes through. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Four viewers. Yeah. And they're viewing us. They aren't listening. <laughs> they're watching they're live. Viewing. They're watching live. We we missed uh we lost four of those live viewers and we had three to begin with, so we've got negative one viewer. We're negative land. Yeah, baby. Hey Jen, this is Becky. <laughs> Ryan got a text uh during the break after the movie, but before we started. From a Becky. Mm-hmm. It was for Jen. Apparently, <laughs> Becky and Justine and her other half and their other halves are going to be a little late to the bar. Be there around nine. We haven't quite left yet. See you then. <laughs> and what Ryan should have responded. I know. I'm just was, too bad. Oh hey Becky, <laughs> this is Ryan. I've never met you, but I'm pretty sure you have the we, wrong number. We haven't talked in like forever. Yeah. Actually, no, we never have talked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but back on track. We if watched. Becky's hot. We're going to find out. Back off track. <laughs> yeah. I, you find out. I should have texted back. What bar is it again? You should have texted ASL. <laughs> <laughs> Pick, please. Pick. S, no, S2R. Send and receive. Yeah. Um,. Creepy. Off track, back on track. Basketball Diaries. Creepy. We watched it. We, watched we did watch diaries. it. Uh, so let's uh, let's jump into some reviews. You hadn't seen it sober. That's true. And I hadn't seen it at all. That's also true. So let's uh, let's go into it. Uh, I'll go first. How about? Yeah, I think it's just kind of one that we just got to talk about. Okay, let's just talk about it. So. First, mm, um, nice. right off the bat, I noticed that the basketball scenes were ridiculous. What are you talking about? <laughs> the very first basketball scene we've seen is an alley oop. Mark Wahlberg goes, shoots it reverse over his head. Yeah, he... yeah. It's, no, he makes it though. I mean, hey, good shot. But that's not <laughs> the way you start a basketball game. Coach should have yanked him. Um, and the the quote best basketball team or best Catholic basketball team in six New kids York Catholic. <laughs> six kids Catholic, uh, they're bad at dribbling. They, you should see a slow. If you've ever seen this, the slow mo scene of Leo dribbling mm-hmm. the ball is 
atrocious. He first of all, he carries right off the bat. He like hugs it against he pins it against his own shoulder and then pushes it down. That's a carry. Then he like totally palms it to cross over about twice. Oh, it's just atrocious. But then there were numerous infractions that occurred on that yeah. drive. But then after that, you quickly yeah. realize you quickly realize, wow. So this movie isn't about basketball, is it? Oh, you didn't know that? Huh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the movie because I tried to avoid, you know, I didn't I didn't read any reviews. I didn't look at, you know, what like Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic score it had. I was just like, okay, well let's uh let's watch this. Wow, it's not about basketball at all. This should not have been the movie that we watched <laughs> because it's there's a ball in it. Yeah, there's basketball in the first twenty minutes, and that's it. Um but the the book that the dude wrote, because it's based on a true story, the book he wrote was called The Basketball Diaries. So I guess it's kind of based in basketball. Um, I guess. One thing I had an I issue guess. with was the ages of the kids. I I couldn't tell if they were 25 or if they were <laughs> 17 or even 13. Because there were so many different times where, okay, first of all, uh, Bobby was in the hospital. That storyline ended abruptly. Um, he didn't make it out of the hospital. But it was like a high. It was like a, I thought it was a hallucination. Oh. And then, oh, he's actually dead. Yeah. Oh, spoiler, he's actually dead. Wait, what? What? What's What purpose did that serve? He's a goner. Like, is that the reason why this whole downfall happened? Well, it didn't seem like it. It seemed like they just enjoyed doing drugs. Let fucking boygones be fucking boygones, yeah. man. Right. Um, but honestly, like, they were in... They were supposed to be, what? High, at least high Six, school. 16, because Bobby was 16. Yeah, Bobby was 16, and they were at least in high school. So maximum that any of them could be is 18. 19 high school if seniors. they uh, took yeah. a couple classes. Yeah, yeah. took a year. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Leo, whatever his name is in the movie, Jim, they, they go to a strip club and Mm -hmm. where I'm from, you can't get into those unless you're at least 18. So true. And that's if they don't serve booze. So that confused me. And then Mark Wahlberg is ripped, which I mean, he, he, he's always ripped, but I don't think of a 16 year old as having giant. Like, just having giant arms. <laughs> like, that's not a 16-year-old. That's maybe a 20-year-old, 20, maybe? What, what I found confusing was that, so there were four friends, and then Mark Wahlberg and the other guy. The other guy had a full patch of chest hair. He was ready to party. Yeah, yeah no shit. They both look like they're, you know, 20 to 25. Yeah. And then uh, Leo and his uh, little midget friend both look like they're 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very, it was very confusing. Confusing. For me. I watched him like smoke and all that stuff. Like, and then yeah. the whole, the whole time, everything played out, and then it kind of wraps up. It's like, wait, did that just all happen in like three months? Yeah. Because it seemed like it was just three months worth of time went by. Heroin's and then, a hell of a drug. Yeah, seriously. Um, I will give it the fact that for me, down the stretch, it was actually uncomfortable and hard to watch. Because it was so, like, it, it just, it felt so honest and so real by the end of it. And I didn't, I did not expect at all to get uh, that emotion at the end of this movie. Because the first part set me up with hokey basketball scenes. 
and then kind of hokey kid friendship scenes and then like down the end the actual like the drug use and the the withdrawals and the desperation and all that really like that was kind of intense it went fast from uh smoking cigarettes and huffing to uh, heroin or the first time i did heroin don't yeah. worry about it yeah it did but i mean it, it just i don't know like it 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 reminded me of Requiem for a Dream in the way that it made me feel just kind of uncomfortable watching it. And like not, I mean, not as much uncomfortable. It's just, it's hard. Like it's hard to watch like the end scene when he's at his mom's door. Oh, it's yeah. just hard to watch because it's like you feel for the mom and you, you know, the whole situation. It's just like that is such a difficult situation to watch, you know, go down. And I, whatever you say about Leo, I think he did. Like in those scenes where he was playing just some, you know, strung out mm-hmm. guy, like he he played them very well. I thought. I thought. I hate Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, you do. Um, Don't worry, I won't go into it. I thought that the dude from Ghostbusters should have been in the movie more because Ernie Hudson rocks yeah, everything he touches. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I liked the whole like cut in, cut out parts of that whole. You know, there's withdrawals. Yeah, the withdrawals of like, you know, it's just patchy, and that's probably the way that you know it went for. It was like day to day that kind of brought you into the experience. The security but also, guard that works once a month. Don't yeah, blame them. Yeah, no shit. Um, but at the end of this movie, after all of that is said, I realized that wow, this movie needed to be introduced to Elliot Smith because this would have been a great candidate for an Elliot Smith soundtrack. Yeah, it would have been nice. I think all movies are, especially Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, Elliot Smith's soundtrack. Uh, 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 that's Nemo. swimming across. Yeah. The, yeah, when he's swimming across the ocean, that'd be perfect. You're right. Um, but that's that's kind of how those are my comments. So what what do you think about it? Uh, the second time I've seen it. First time sober. Uh, <laughs> it was six I mean, kids Catholic. Six. Catholic. Six kids. Your mother must have been a whore. Catholic. Oh. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, it was all right. I'll, I'll watch out. I'm always deep throating again. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio very much. It, it's it's a very 90s movie. That makes sense. It does. If you've seen it. If you've seen it. I mean the DVD uh, board game. Seen it. <laughs> right. Uh, some of the things I want to say is that these guys are dicks. Yeah. They just go and they pour pretzels Complete on hookers. assholes. And no, they like take some guy's, hot do- some guy's hot dog stand and start throwing shit at him. Yeah. Like his own ketchup. They beat up a grandma. Dude, they like kick her at, like literally. And punch she's her She's on face. the ground and they kick her. And punch her. What I wrote was, these guys are dicks, but play basketball like pussies. <laughs> <laughs> they they do. fuck themselves. They are. Yeah. And at the end, they do fuck themselves. That's a great, great tagline there, for this movie. There you go. They Live play like basketball. Dicks. Yeah, play basketball like pussies. And in the end, they, they fuck, fuck themselves. themselves. <laughs> there it is. Put it on the DVD Shit. right now. Mm-hmm. Tagline coined. Uh, TM Critical Drinking. It has a great quote in it. Time flies by when you're young and jerking off. Ain't that the truth, America? Yeah, there was a lot of dick play in the beginning. 
that yeah. was I unnecessary. Know that, I didn't know that adolescence... You know, I had friends growing up, and we had some good times, but it didn't involve as much ass and balls as these people. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They they enjoyed the sight and the smell and the sound of each other's balls. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound. <laughs> they did. That's hit, that's hit and thigh. Hey, they can't clap it. I don't want to slap it. <laughs> I don't want to slap it if she can't clap it. That's right. Uh... <laughs> So the guy's supposed to be a great poet, right? Like, I mean, he's... Jim Carroll. Yeah, he's supposed to be a great writer. He's got an article in Playboy this month, by the way. If you want to borrow it, you can't. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big... You're not allowed. ...stiffler on literature and stuff like that. So stifler. I'm sure... I'm, what yep. about Stifler's mom? So, right. You mean Stickler? I'm going to say Stifler. <laughs> okay. And, uh... <laughs> all that stuff. But I'm almost positive they could have picked better writing than what he I'm sure he has masterpieces or whatever but they should have picked some of those yeah. some of the stuff they picked as his writing were the poetry you mean? Yeah, yeah stupid yeah they had one written on a receipt that was yeah. like five lines long that sucked oh yeah it was uh it's like <laughs> I walked into a room and kids were playing in sun yeah. the, the, and I yeah. wept and kids were it. shooting marbles branches blocking the sun I wish I was pure again what? <laughs> That's stupid. And the guy's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's so good, man. I wish I was pure again, too, man. I wish I was man. pure again. Yeah, so good. Should just, uh, you know, shat on a receipt. Oh, he did shit on a receipt. <laughs> yeah, just through uh, his mouth. My goddamn creamsicle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my last note is I want to stab Leo. Always do. So that's my last note. And uh, the basketball scenes were quite ridiculous. They were. They were the, almost as bad as Teen Wolf. Because no one was dressed up as a wolf. <laughs> you may just disagree. It, just because their center doesn't get any cardiovascular work. <laughs> um, the one scene I just didn't like was the whole... I just... He, he, he just was too young to meet Leo. I'm sorry. He was pretty young, in this, or he looked young. Definitely looked uh, really young. But the one where it was supposed to be the transition, because it's really the transition because his Bobby dies and they're out playing in the sun and then the very next, or in the rain, and the very next scene is, you want to know the first time I did heroin? Yeah. Uh, Pretty he's, much he's, turning point. Yeah, he like did a reverse dunk and is hanging on the rim in the rain going, ah, like going back and forth. And I was like, yeah, so that looks stupid. Yeah, you know what it seemed like? It seemed like the scenes that they used to kind of symbolize the turning points in these kids' lives. Like, mm. the scene where they, you know, the first time they really took, you know, drugs affected them yeah. athletically. And then also the scene where, you know, like you you were just talking about, that he dies and it's like, okay, they have just kind of all hit bottom together yeah. and they're they're just together going to basically start using drugs it's like they seem like scenes that were filmed for another purpose and then <laughs> decided to be used that way yeah because they were confusing like they were th that seemed like a really abrupt transition to me yeah no, and that's what you said in the middle of the well when that happened you're like oh good segue <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. and it's like seriously because they go like that that scene when he's hanging on the rim goes directly into a scene where you're following the camera down nasty stairs into just a drug lair 
Did I tell you about the time <laughs> I first used heroin? No, your diary. You should have told us earlier. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Like the I don't know. It was the composition of it was kind of spotty at best. You know what he wrote all his poems in? Composition books. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. All right. I don't want to slap it. Reviews? I mean uh, ratings? Um I'm gonna give it it wasn't a it wasn't a great movie. I mean it was it's bordering on good. And uh Leonardo DiCaprio did have some good moments in this. I'll give it to him. Good work. Your best work since my dream where you died. Um I'll be nice. I'll give it a five. Wow, that is so much better than the aviator. That is so much better than what the I give aviator. the aviator too. A deuce. Only because it was twice as good as Alphabet Killer, <laughs> barely. A five? Yeah, I'll give it a five. I mean, it was it's entertaining. And you give Leo some credit. You I, just, I just gave, gave him, him some credit. credit. That's what I'm Where saying. you go, Leo? Well, you're good at Inception, well, kinda. You're in Inception. Well, he he's he's himself in Inception. He, he's yes, a character he, is. he always is. Um, I'll never forgive him for. Maybe I should not forgive Scorsese for that stupid Gangs of New York poster where he's just just Leo mad mugging the mad mugging the camera and it's like tough Gangs of New York. No, <laughs> you're not selling me on no, that one. I'm, I'm gonna Give me go. the Daniel Day Lewis poster. Yeah, I'm gonna go start. <laughs> Cameron Diaz looks tougher in her individual poster than Leo. Cameron Diaz probably is tougher than Leo. Mm-hmm. I mean, she took like abortions in that movie. Like <laughs> she was a fucking champ. <laughs> That's something to be proud of, right there. <laughs> Let's put a, it on she, your resume. <laughs> she needs to learn about the Did rhythm method. <laughs> oh lord! Uh, so you get a five. I'll give it a five. Okay, I give it a seven and a half. Ooh. Yeah, because I thought this was like I was surprised at how much I, guess I actually it is surprising for you. I su- I was surprised at how much I liked it first of all, because not only was I surprised by the subject matter, because I knew I knew it was vaguely about drugs, but I thought that basketball kind of was the undertone throughout, like it was more. I don't know. Like, did you ever see the the movie O? Yeah, the remake of like Othello or the reimagining with the whole basketball thing. Yes, it also had a school shooting. In yeah, it. and that, but but how basketball kind of went throughout the whole movie on that. Yeah, that was kind of how I envisioned this going. Seeing us out the name, Finding Forrester does that too. Yeah, seeing us out the name, the fucking word basketball is in the title. That's what I assume. Incorrectly though, I assume that incorrectly, because it's turns out about first half hour is about basketball loosely, and then the rest is just about drug use. Um, but I thought it was actually. I I forgive its flaws, or I forgive a lot of its flaws, because it had a lot of flaws. But I thought that it was effective, like, down the stretch, kind of pulling everything together of the struggle of what these kids, at least what Leo was, you know, what his story was all about. I thought it was effective. I think if that scene with his mom wasn't in there, it would be a six. But I think that drove it home for me that this movie was... Like I think that that scene might have tied it up for me. I don't know what the definition of struggle. I mean, I know loosely what it is. Yeah. But if you put yourself in that situation, is that a struggle? 
like a struggle to survive. Well, okay, I guess not the. Not no, the, I'm not Chris. I, I'm just no, being no, no. more. Maybe I'm, struggle's I'm not asking. the right word, you know. But but. No, I think it is the right word. But I'm just I'm just curious because like well, it's a self-inflicted like, struggle. It's because he was still he was trying to, well, at least when, you know. Ghostbuster was trying to yeah he get robbed him clean. fucking Ernie Hudson that dick yeah when he was trying to get him clean Winston Zedmore that was a struggle and it was Zedmore, like Zedmore Zedmore Jake I need you I mean honestly I I've seen I've probably seen fifteen episodes of Intervention that mm-hmm. pretty much did the same exact thing as this movie but in real life but you know I I I don't know it it hit me it got me I. I lost to this movie. It beat me. You want to slap it? No. Because it, it can't clap it. It can't clap so, it? No. So I'm you don't but wanna, seven you don't and a half. Slap it. Seven and a half is my rating. So, uh, I don't know. You have anything more to say about this? It's one of those movies that I would no. say, I would say, you know, watch it if you if you feel like it. But it's not one of those movies that you have to see, you know, just to because it's good. Different strokes for different folks, in my opinion. Um, Stroking it. But yeah, so let's uh, let's jump into what we watched. Oh man, I'm gonna go first because I watched one movie this week. Watch some TV. Well, it was Election Day, Mm -hmm. so I spent all Tuesday and Wednesday watching election shit. So um, I think I I think I only watched one movie. No, I watched two. Two movies. Ooh. Watched the director's cut because it was on cable uh, or extent premium. Mm-hmm. Cable of Watchmen. Ooh, I've seen it before. I haven't seen the director's cut yet. There's like two extra scenes, but it, <laughs> it's Watchmen style. So yeah, it was three hours and fifteen minutes long. Damn, fifteen minutes long. That's pushing on two hundred minutes. Yep. And what was this on? What channel? HBO or Showtime yeah, or something? HBO, so yeah, no, commercials? no commercials? No, no commercials. Okay, good. And it was... Long. I mean, I've seen this movie before, and I liked it. I like the way it looks. I really like the opening when they played the Bob Dylan song to the... Yeah, yep, that's a great scene. The uh, intro of this is one of the strongest parts of the whole movie. Yeah. But I forgot how long some of the intermediate scenes are just like... I think he got criticized for making it too faithful to the book didn't he yeah the comic or the yeah. graphic novel and i never read the graphic novel so i don't know but i, I could see it. how some of it's just like oh, i don't care so yeah then i watched a movie that i really enjoyed in high school i still enjoy it now it's called rules of attraction and uh it's by well it's a novel by brent easton the guy that did uh American Psycho. Mm-hmm. So this is it. It has James Vanderbeek and Jessica Biel in it. James <laughs> Vanderbeek. Heartthrob. It, it, yeah, heartthrob. Mox. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moxing. It's a stupid movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a two. It's it's a two star movie. It has some good scenes in it. it has it? It's all right. Wait, Comcast Getting, gave it a two star. No, I gave it. Oh. A, no, so I, was I say, probably Comcast gave it gives. You can't trust those ratings. Yeah. Comcast gives some shit three stars and then gives better shit one star. Yeah, like Biodome. They give <laughs> Biodome one star. That's stupid. That's not stupid. But um, there's like, a, there's like a POV fucking of Jessica Biel in this. Ooh. And that's worth the money. And Kate Bosworth. So POV that. Hey, uh, spoiler alert for our uh, best nude scenes 
Uh, no, they aren't nude. So. What? A point of view sex scene with no it's nudity? Just, yeah, it's just like you're fucking her, but you're just looking at the shoulders and above. Yeah, it's too bad. It is too bad, but it's those are bad. two classy actresses that I wish were going to be coming back with me. Whatever. Whatever. What did you watch, Kevin? Oh, thanks for asking, Ryan. I actually watched uh, three movies. Three movies. Three movies. Three movies. Um, and two of them were basketball movies. Basketball movies. None of them were on my list. Ooh. That's just a spoiler. Uh, I'm going to only say two of them, though, because the third one you could assume might be on my list, but it's not. I, don't I really, assume it makes an asset of you. I don't really have anything me. to say about it. So the first movie I watched was Silence of the Lambs, which is a movie we've talked about. And I wonder it's not on your list. Yeah, it's not on my list. And uh, Kirsten owned it but hadn't seen it yet because I think she got it from her grandma who had an extensive DVD collection that she kind of just said, here, you know, you should have this because I'm not going to watch these anymore. And these are movies that, you know, you'll get more use out of, out of than I will. And so she has that. And she also has a Hannibal, like the sequel, prequel, or whatever the Hannibal is. But we watched Silence of the Lambs. She really liked it. I love this movie. It's, it's a good one. It's, it's, it's good no matter how many times you see it or how often you see it or anything like that. Anthony Hopkins is incredible in this movie. Jodie Foster is really, really good in this movie. Everyone else doesn't matter in this movie. The whole story is perfect. Um, it swept. It's it's one of three movies that have swept the top five Oscars. The first being... Uh, oh, you mean the Something, top, yeah, the, the best... The top four? Yeah, no. Top five? Five with, with director. Well, director, picture, actor, actor, actress, and screenplay or something like that. I don't know. Top four. Whatever it was. But the first one was, you know, I don't know, some old movie on my... We've talked about it before. I don't remember what it was called. The second one was a year, like 25 years later, is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is like 78, 79... Fly. Something like that. And then the next one was Silence of the Lambs. And uh, I don't, I mean, I've seen this a few times and it's still, it's just a great movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. So I watched that. I'm watching it and. Yeah. Do you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. I'm flying over you. All right. Uh, the next movie I watched was a basketball movie. It was a documentary. And the reason why it interested me is because it actually had uh, a few dudes that I uh, have some connection to in it. It had Jared Bayless, who's JB. a blazer. It had Kevin Love. Oh, I've heard about this movie. Who I made cry in, in high school. And it had uh, Kyle Singler, who went to Medford. These, yeah. This was the year. This is a senior year of... Of Kevin Love and Kyle Singler, who Kyle Singler is obviously at Duke and Kevin Love's in the NBA. Uh, but they were both like the top Oregon prospects and some of the top prospects in the nation. Um, yeah, the both, movie they were both top five. Yeah. The movie is called Gunnin' for Number One. It's directed that. It's directed by one of the Beastie Boys. Uh not sure which one. Mike D. Mm-mm, Mike no. B or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the other guys are. And then uh Timmy. I don't think it was that's the one. middle guy then, probably. <laughs> Timmy. Come out. Um, this movie was pretty annoying because it was a 30-minute 
ESPN special that was stretched into an hour and a half. So if they had E60 back then, it would have been Seriously, that. yeah, it would have. Uh, it was a good story, but they spent 10 boring minutes on every single fucking player that played in this game. It was a, a movie basically about these top prospects going and playing a game at Rucker Park. And like the Rucker Park, you know, it's it's basically one of those things that it's kind of like the All American game, yeah. except it's no matter what age or year you are in high school, if you're the best, you come and play in this game. Yeah. Um, they spent ten minutes on each of like the top eight guys, which was just boring, and there was so much slow motion that I can honestly say this movie could have been a great thirty minute special. <laughs> Who ended up winning? Uh, I don't know. That's how bad it was. Jay Bay. Jay Bay won. Jared Bayless won co MVP. That's because he's awesome. Yeah, it's true. Fuck you, Rich Cho. Uh, JJ Hicks. JJ Hicks had he was a points leader. He had yeah, JJ Hicks and he had uh, thirty four points. Uh, Michael Beasley was a co MVP. He had like twenty boards. The Bayless and Beasley were MVPs. Bays and Bees. Well, there were two. There was co MVP for the. Red and the blue team. Oh. So there were two or white or white and red or whatever it was. They gave out four MVPs. Yeah, basically. Sounds like a bunch of shit. Yeah, it was. But, what else uh, did you watch? watch? That was it. The other movie I watched uh, is the basketball movie that could come up on my list. So You just said none of them are on your list. I know, but, but I don't want to give it away. Mention. I don't want to give it away. All right. So we're going to go take a break. We're going to get back to our top fives. Because I know the suspense is killing you. This is awesome. All right, so we're coming back. Bye. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. One second, Kevin. We talking about practice. Talking about practice, man. We talking about practice. Not a game. You gotta be no, kidding me. No, not, a not, a game. Game. not a game. Not a game. Talking about practice. You gotta be kidding. Me. Going first. Uh, top five. Uh, I'll go first. Let's hear it. All right. Top five basketball movies. Number five. It's not even on Netflix. You can't get the disc. You can't watch it instantly. You can't do shit on Netflix. I don't know where you find this movie. Let's hear it. The air up there. Ooh. You can't. You can't it's find it anywhere. Netflix. No, it's not on Netflix. Not even the disc. I couldn't even rent it if I wanted. Do you look at iTunes? No, but... but I mean, no. I mean, it's that No, weird. I didn't. Yeah, well, I, I, I only assume if it's the not on Netflix, it's not on, it's not on iTunes. Yeah. They are up there. Lajuan and Kevin Bacon. It wasn't really Hakeem, not Hakeem. but it was Hakeem. Kevin Bacon goes to Africa and tries to save his college assistant coaching job. He's an assistant coach, and he flies to fucking Africa to try and save his job by pulling this Hakeem Olajuwon wannabe to play at his school. He's an assistant coach. How much can he fucking make to where they're going to fly him, or he's it's worth it for him to fly himself to Africa <laughs> to try and get land this recruit? Um, but... You know, it's, How does he even it's, know about this recruit? It's like, ha ha, it's a culture clash. Ha ha, it's, you know, the movie's fun. I really enjoy it. And this could 
this is probably a throwaway pick for me, but I, I just, I love this movie. What throwaway lot. picks? I don't have any of those. I just love this movie. So the air up there is my number five. My number five is a ridiculous pick because I'm ashamed to say I like this movie. And to say that's a top five basketball movie, I felt kind of bad doing it. But then I looked at some reviews on it. It got a balmy 81 on Rotten Tomatoes. A balmy 81. 81. And the best part was the whole first page, all 20 reviews on the first page, were all fresh. Nice. Because so, I never go to page two. I don't like clicking shit. All positive, baby. So, uh, oh, 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 sorry, positive. Yes. We talking about practice. Practice. We are. We're talking about it. This movie stars Ontario Smith. I mean, his double, Omar Epps. And it's called Love and it. Basketball. I have not seen it. You haven't? Nope. I've... And then all the reviews were raving about how good the woman is. And she is good. And she's hot in it. Uh, <laughs> but it's a good movie. I really liked it. I've heard good things. I've heard really good things. I've never heard someone go, Love and Basketball. Oh, yeah, I hated that movie. It's, it's always good. been like, no, that's a good movie. It's good. And it, I don't know. It, it follows... Came out when you were in high school, right? Yeah, 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 and it follows high school to college, and it's it's a good movie. It has some good basketball scenes, and like some of the reviewers were saying, it concentrates, or it gives the woman's role a more serious look than the man's role. <laughs> and then the WNBA started. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fun. It, it does, I mean... I like butterscotch. <laughs> I like ice cream. Or whatever it was. No, I like tuna fish. Yeah. I like ice cream, but I don't like tuna fish ice cream. Butterscotch I ice cream would be delicious. I love women. I love basketball, but I do not like women's basketball. That's right. Thank you, Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd. That's a great analogy. Butterscotch ice cream would probably be really yeah, good. Yeah, they actually make that. That's yeah. why I stopped you before you yeah, finished. All right, yeah, sorry, that. whatever. Don't worry about me. Uh, it's a good movie, though, because the guy is like doesn't give a shit about basketball and the woman's like the hardest worker of them. So that's my number five. There you go. Now we're going to go to my number four. Could be number one on a lot of lists out there. What? And it's uh, for your Indiana natives out there. Hoosiers. Wow. I like this movie. It's good. Um, I like that the scene that they get that really good player when uh, 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 Gene Hackman goes out and is like, uh, you know, we really want you to come play for us. That it was getting dark outside or whatever, so they only had like time for one shot. And that guy really did make... Like eleven or twelve shots in a row. Yeah, uh, Dennis Hopper's good in this. Rest his soul. That's right. <laughs> Heineken. Fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> and uh, we have it's that good somewhere. Movie. It's it's typical. But I mean, how can so? I mean, after a while, when they're like, "Oh, it's so cliched," but I mean, when they made it, was it really that cliched? You know. Yeah. Happened. Yeah. So uh, that's my number four. It's a good movie. It has some good basketball scenes. It's a good pick. You should go to your number four. I will go to my number four. My number four is a movie we mentioned earlier tonight. Boss. It's, it's got some assistant coaches in it. Uh-oh. It's got someone named Lala in it, who is hot Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. It's got someone named Jesus Shuttlesworth in it, and he goes to Big State. His <laughs> or Tech name, U. Yeah. Uh, this is He Got Game. This is uh this is a movie that forced you to think, wait a minute, Ray Allen can act? Yeah, he's good in it. What? Oh, yeah, he can. Wait a minute. 
Rick Fox can act? Yeah, actually, he can He can play a sleazeball John, pretty well. John Turturro as a coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That big, yeah. No shit. This is where you could be intro every time. Uh, you know, the assistant coaches were also very, they, they, played, their, they played their part Candy very well. Or Brandy and Man- I'm not sure. They're very great actresses. There's some they're, good boobies in this movie. Thank are, you, Mila yeah. Jovovich. This gets the movie bump hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is basically Spike Lee's take on the college basketball recruiting game. And it's a lot of fun while also having like, it's, it takes itself seriously and you know, it pulls it off. Serious movie. Yeah. And you know what? Spike Lee tells us there is more to life than basketball. God damn it. And there's a main character named Booger. (laughs) There is more to life than basketball. You motherfuckers out there. That's what Spike Lee says. Uh, and you know what? That's even true for fucking Jesus Shuttlesworth himself. There's more to life than basketball. Boston would have won like four championships if, Dude, if Jesus Shuttlesworth to... was playing, not Ray Allen. That's Ray true. Allen's good, but he's no Jesus he's Shuttlesworth. Ray Allen only shoots. Jesus went to the hole. Dude, Jesus did did it all. Um, but that's my number four. I like that pick. My number three. Uh... This is the movie that Above the Rim should have been. Tell me more. I'm sorry, Ryan, but my number three is White Men Can't Jump. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, What are you talking about? I can jump. I touched the net once. (laughs) This movie is all about hoops, which is exactly what Above the Rim should have done. Where Above the Rim tries... It tries for and falls short of social commentary. Above the Rim capitalizes on replacing all that social commentary with straight hoops. <laughs> uh, if you want, if you want a basketball movie that talks about social commentary, watch Hoop Dreams. It's a documentary. If you want a movie that's just flat out fun, Hoops. You watch White Men Can't Jump. Woody Harrelson has never been better. Could be on my list. Woody Harrelson has never been better. Tupac in this role, instead of Wesley Snipes, he would have been better than he was in Above the Rim. I'm just saying. He I love Above better. the Rim. But Wesley Snipes can pull off the backwards little hat, wow. <laughs> hat man <laughs> didn't better wear, than like, anyone. A, didn't he wear like his t-shirt around his waist for a game or something? Yeah, I'm sure he did because he, he only wore tank tops, man. Only tank tops. This is Woody Harrelson's best role. Second, I got to say it. Thin red line when he blows off his own ass and he starts screaming, I blew off my own butt. I blew off my own butt. Don't tell my wife I blew off my own butt. That's some good acting. That is some good acting. But my number three is White Men Can't Jump. Uh, Anytime it's on, I'll watch it because it's just awesome. So that's my number three. Ryan, your number three. Uh, My number three, it got 46% on Rotten Tomatoes and it made me want to (laughs) puke. It's the only movie out of it's the only out of any basketball movie that I've ever seen that made me cry. Oh. It made me cry because it was this one scene was hard to watch. It stars someone that won a Tony Award for Best Actor. Not Best Supporting Actor. Best Actor. That's legit, man. His name was Michael Jeter. Ooh. He played a clown Ooh. in the movie Airbud. No, he didn't. <laughs> you won a Tony? Yeah, nineteen ninety two. Wow, and then look what happened. Airbud is a wonderful, wonderful movie. Wow. I love this movie. I don't care what you say. Wow. He's got Scotty Pippen's Apple Core, or Sean Kemp's Apple Core, and Scotty Pippen's Orange Peel. <laughs> this is retarded. 
The kid's not even good. He sucks more than the fucking dog does. Well, because they should have played more invisible basketball. That's a good point. When that one good player gets kicked off the team. Who's the coach? The stock black dude coach guy. Yeah, Arthur Arthur Hayes or something like that. Dude, he plays the coach in every fucking movie. Or the the wise black man in every movie. I love this movie. And the best part is that not the best part. What was I talking about? This movie's awesome. Oh, I started looking at the sequels. Airbud 2, Golden Receiver. Yeah. Airbud 3, <laughs> World Pup. Yep, yep. It's a soccer movie, everyone. You get it? All right. See what they did there? Airbud Air Bud 4, Seventh Inning Fetch. You see what they did? Oh, my God. They All four major sports. What about the hockey one? No, it's not a hockey one. It's a volleyball have they, one. It's have they called Airbud 5. Like, Barks Back or something like that. And I haven't seen any of these. It's like Three Ninjas. I understand that, like, a dog could catch a football. But I want to see it play baseball. Yeah. And I really want to see it play volleyball. Dude, I want to see a dog play anything other than basketball. Because I've only seen Air Bud number one. And that was ridiculous enough that he could snout a ball into the basket. He really did it, though. Yeah. No, I know. Well, the dog were- did it. Two. And they both died, and that's also why. But no, when he has you to leave him at the island, that up. You're when he asshole. leaves him at the island, and it's like, go away, get from me, and the ball starts floating away. And yeah, okay, I one. cry too at that. Exactly. But I'm not saying it's a great basketball movie. It's a great animal guy movie. It's a great bond animal guy movie. Yeah, between the animal and his guy. <laughs> it's a great and movie. That guy. No, it's a great movie between and that guy bond was in and, Dawn of the uh, Dead. No, kid. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, he was. And, and he was in Gossip Girl. I don't care about that. I do. I don't. That's right, viewers. I cried at Air Bud and I watched Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want about Ryan, but he's a man's man. <laughs> <laughs> that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> That's my number three. Mostly, Lord! Mostly because... Have mercy on this kid. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure Buddy the dog could have been anyone... On these lists in one-on-one basketball, besides false, false. besides the person that's in my number two, oh, Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great segue. He's he's so good. That's, a that's great the segue. best basketball player I've ever seen. And there's a guy named Styles in it. <laughs> that means Teen Wolf has been number two on two lists. It was number two on my best movies to get wasted to. It really was. And this is number two on basketball movies. Teen Wolf is the best silver medal winner. You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing everyone here. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Teen have you Wolf. seen Teen Wolf? <laughs> I have. Have you seen Teen Wolf 2? T-O-O. Oh, with Patrick Bateman? <laughs> yeah. Or is that his name? Jason Bateman. No, it's Bateman. Jason Bateman. That Teen Wolf fuck. It's so, he's so good. He's really the best. And, and I, like we said before, there's Dong at the end. <laughs> there is. It's already you on the wall. You guys it in the stands. Just, just uh, you know, just click... Uh, yeah. Previous posts were about four times. You're gonna find it. Yeah, that's true. So that's my three and two. I'm glad we did it this way so that they came together. So the Airbud and Teen Wolf went together, so you could back to back shit me. Oh man. Well, hey, I guess you're entitled to your own stupid opinions. <laughs> Airbud and Teen Wolf come before your number five and your number four. Well, remember when the principal's talking to the kid and Airbud's like. He's their own Michael Woof Jordan. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. It's a novelty. <laughs> it's five year olds. Are my, teen, 
Five-year-olds. Are, are my tears a novelty? How many other movies have a Tony? I admit it. I Tony, cried then, too. A Tony Award winner. Dude. Yeah. And he won a Golden Globe. <laughs> and then what? He went they died of AIDS. Don't make fun of him. You and he has why? the worst last name ever, Jeter. You know Very why he, he died of AIDS? Because <laughs> he had sex with unprotected people? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> he had sex with unprotected people? That's how, why. How do people protect themselves? <laughs> with condoms. He had sex with unprotected people, though? <laughs> yes. I thought they're, are they like, in 28 days later, they're the, they have the rage virus, they're unprotected? Mm-hmm. All right, my face hurts because... I've been laughing at you too much. Uh, my number two Michael is a movie. <laughs> my number two is a movie that is the exact opposite of Airbud on the spectrum of basketball movies. Um, Ebert says it is the best movie of the 1990s. Oh, I know this. And it changed the way that the Academy, yes, the Academy, looked at documentaries because when it wasn't nominated. It was because documentary filmmakers never had a say in what was nominated. So that changed the process to allow documentary filmmakers to vote in this category. And that is Hoop Dreams. It's a good, good flick. Hoop Dreams. Um, it's an incredible story that above just the basketball says that no matter how much talent you have, no matter how hard you try for something... Sometimes things just don't work out. And it's, it's an incredible story of not only the dedication and the effort that these kids put in just to try to achieve their dream, which is far-fetched as it is coming from where they're coming from and coming from where anyone's coming from because the NBA is, you know, we've all heard the odds like, I don't know how many million to one kids that play basketball get into the NBA. But it's an incredible documentary that really transcends basketball. It touches on... <laughs> Ryan, Ryan just slipped me a note. Um, it's urgent. He marked it urgent. It said seventh thing fetch. If it was far-fetched, <laughs> was that the ninth inning? <laughs> oh, take... Woo, to Um... But McGee and me should have been in my who, best baseball movie. Dude, Mac and me. Mac and you watch Mac and me. You really should. It's a great movie. But <laughs> Hoop Dreams is it transcends documentaries. It transcends basketball. It transcends so many things. It's just an incredible movie in its own right. Uh, What's the guy's name? Arthur Agee. Arthur Agee and uh, the other guy. Yeah, I forget the other guy. Um, I recommend this to anyone who. It doesn't matter if you're interested in basketball. It doesn't matter if you're interested in documentaries. Like, if both of those subjects turn you off, still, you should watch this movie because I think you'll enjoy it. Because it is that good of a movie. Uh, but that's my number two. My number one. Oh, what's your number one? My number one is the movie that you negligently placed higher on your list. Negligently. <laughs> Can me, Airbud and Teen Wolf are far superior movies. What's my number one? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the... Basketball movie. It really is. It is the. the it, it is the basketball, basketball movie. movie. I agree totally. It I is. almost didn't have it on my list because I was going to put <sighs> above the rim on my list, but I decided that you know what I'd pro. Even though I'd probably watch Above the Rim ten times before I watched Hoosiers ten times, Hoosiers is a better basketball movie. That's why it made my number four. Yeah, that's weird. 
that your list is composed of Hoosiers and then Airbud and then <laughs> fuck. All right. Hoosiers is the basketball movie. It's got a great story. It's got great acting. It's got great drama. It's got great speeches. It's got great redemption. And it's got the great, the late, great Dennis Hopper. It's so uh, good. If it isn't at least in your top two, I'm looking at you, Ryan, then uh, you're just wrong. Well, they should have a tournament, and I'm pretty sure that Buddy the dog and then the wolf man that can dunk it from anywhere. That guy played a, a, a full-court press by NBA himself. NBA Jam Jam Jam. Yeah, exactly. Tournament edition. Yeah, you're right. Um, but this Hoosiers is close to the best sports movie ever made, uh, let alone the best basketball movie ne- ever made. It's my number one. It should be everyone's number one. Ryan, what's your stupid number one? Teen Wolf. No. Uh, it was already mentioned. Okay, and good. it's because okay, there's good. so much hoops in it. And it's funny as hell. And Woody Harrelson still can't dunk it. I'll Flight accept Man that. can't jump. I'll accept it. Because I think I could watch this. Oh, no. I think of the top three, it's the one I could watch the least the most. I'm pretty sure I could watch Teen Wolf and Air Bud more times. But I still really enjoy this movie and Rosie Perez. Because even though it became her shtick or whatever, she was funny in this. Mm-hmm. And good thing there was a Jeopardy category for things starting with Q. That's true because she knew it. She what nailed it. Quiche. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good point. That's, that, this is that a, a fart out of your vagina. What is a queef, Alex? <laughs> that, that, that didn't really happen. Come on. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's my number one. Uh, that's I'm just going to go straight into my honorable mentions. Yeah. I'll try to redeem myself. I recommend it. Well, Put uh, Hoosiers in your number one. Amend your list, please. Never. <laughs> honorable mention is uh, Above the Rim. I do like this movie, even though that they ha- they fall prey to the, the dunks yeah. at different angles. Yep. Um, Tupac's good in this. And Bernie Mac's in it, and he gets crossed over. And then, he gets, and then he gets shivved. Yeah, um, he does also. <laughs> I love Blue Chips. That movie's sweet. It has actual basketball players in it. Yeah, Shaq and Penny and... And a guy that went to like Kansas and never did anything. That's a good point. I feel bad for that guy. And Nick Nolte, hey. And Nick Nolte. Who apparently, <laughs> apparently shadowed Bobby Knight uh, for... Bobby life. Knight was also in it. Yeah, but he shadowed him to Pitino get inspiration. And uh, who else was in Like Jamal Mashburn and something like that. Tony Dell. I don't know. Remember when Tony Delk was good? Yeah. Neither do I. <laughs> um, third honorable mention is He Got Game. Yep. Some great nudity. It's actually a really, really good movie. <laughs> but it also has great nudity great in nudity it. Great nudity in it. Booby bump. Uh, um, that's all you got to say about that. Admit it. That's all, that's all that's you got all to say, say about that. And my last one is a movie star Rob Schneider. It's called The Hot Chick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, <laughs> because because uh, the chick Rachel McAdams in it can hit jumpers, but when she hits a jumper, she like uh, lifts her legs up, uh, one leg up, really weird. And then when uh, Rob Schneider now as Rachel McAdams' soul shoots a jumper, hits it, he does his little leg lift, and the brother realizes it's really her. It's what connects them to realize that the body transformation has happened. That's my last honorable mention. On to you, Kevin. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I'm gonna throw something at you real, real soon. Uh, 
My honorable mentions are uh, honestly Space Jam. Yeah, because I, feel bad I, I really wanted to watch Space Jam, and I love Space Jam. I had two. I didn't think it was worth the eighteen dollar per. Well, no, plus, it wasn't. No, plus three ninety nine next yeah, day shipping. It was definitely not. Um, but that's number one, and then the number two is Finding Forrester. And it wasn't movie. wasn't on my list because it's not really a basketball movie. Kind of like true. Basketball Diaries isn't a basketball movie. Finding Forrester is you know it like starts out in basketball and then goes into this whole. There's a lot of basketball. Yeah, seen it, but it's not necessary. Right. That's a great movie. And so like that's that that's too. my honorable mentions. Uh, I'm getting a little little frustrated with my co-host over here. Let's just run right into a. Right into some shout-outs so I can I go understand. beat his ass after this. I understand. What are you upset about? Uh, I'm a, I'm upset with your with your number four pick. Uh, it really took me by surprise, and I don't like it at all. Your number your number three and two are A-OK. <laughs> but your number four really, really took me, really, really, ah, I have some problems with it. If you just replaced four and one, I would be OK. <laughs> yeah, I have some problems with it. The Air Bud and the Teen Wolf, that, that's, <laughs> No, that's, that's fine. A, no, that's, that's like a fucking right. pasta dinner. Shout it's delicious. Shout outs. I get to go first this time, so nice. I'm going to take your shout out. Go Ducks. No, that's not my shout out. Because I knew it was going to be your shout out. Because, dude, they played Washington this weekend. So what? So what? What's spread? What do you say the spread is? It's thirty no. six right now. Is yeah. the actual. But spread. what do you? What do you? What? What would you say is going to be the final deficit for Washington? 10. So you say a forty two point deficit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take the over. I like that. I'll take the over. So we're going to beat them by forty three or more. Um, the the loser has to on air chug a beer. That's fine with me. Okay. Shake on it. Okay, there you go. Better than our last yeah. bet. Where you heard it first. Shit on his chest. Yeah, I heard it first. Hey, you didn't do it though. Uh, I'm kind of sad, but I'm kind of happy. Forty-three points or more. Ryan has to chug a beer. Forty-two points or less. I have to chug a beer. I really hope I have to chug a beer. Yeah, me too. I should have made it one point, just so. Yeah. So you could uh, have been guaranteed one, one point. You should have told me about this bet before I said my wager. Nah, wouldn't be as fun for me. Because then I would have no shot at <laughs> Chuck your beer. Um, my shout out is to Novembeard. Nah. Uh, no shave November. Uh, I'm starting it. I started it on Wednesday. The last time I shaved was, I believe, Wednesday morning. And it's Friday now. And I'm trying to grow it out. And so hopefully the weekend is kind to me and fills it in. <laughs> I'm no Ryan, but I would like to be. Uh, I wish I could... Continue with that, but I'm going to have to shave or trim yeah. for my interview on Tuesday. He has an interview on Tuesday. I could become employed, but most, That's what I'm li- talking most about. likely not. Hey, don't sell yourself short. But it's a creative place, so I think I only have to trim my beard, not shave it. So hey, oh, yeah, good news. Uh, but for me, and uh, my supervisor comes out and rides with me in two weeks, I don't, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it don't matter. So it doesn't matter. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna keep growing this baby out, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see. It's a good funny because he's he's rubbing it right now, and it's just stubble. Yeah, it's nothing yet. But it it's will nothing be. yet. Well, it'll be something down here. You're lucky that you. But you it won't have, be anything up here yes. on my sides. That's the opposite of me. Can we share? Yeah, yeah. We I have I have a thick uh, mustache that's that you can fair. have. That's not fair. I want have. one. Well, my mustache gets kind of thick, but it's just clear. Yeah, that's true. Gross. Ryan has clear facial hair. Up top, but it's dark. Up down. top. <laughs> Up top. You gonna hear it? <laughs> he could clap it. That's why I slapped it. That's right. I can. 
All right, boys and girls. We're going to get out of here because we've wasted enough of your time. This was a good episode. This it was, was nice good. and short. I thought so, too. And we were concise, and it involved Airbud, Teen Wolf, and the hot chick. That I'm not so happy about, but the, uh, the rest of it, yes, good. We just gained a lot of credibility points. That's true. <laughs> credibility. Hey, everyone, check out how good I look. <laughs> I went to college. Check me out. I'm kick-ass. They had a guy named Styles in the movie. How cool is that? I'm going to name my first kid Styles. Styles Melee. We're leaving. We're, we're out of here. Wait a minute. If you're a Teen Wolf, does that mean you can sniff out the pot? <laughs> No changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's like worth living, should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero. Get it back to the kids who the hell cares. One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch them kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how we're supposed to be. How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then it changed. That's the way it is. Come on, come on. That's just the way it is.